So let's everybody warm up, get to it. Hello, hello. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Seeker. Season 2 is Mercy and Fire. We're going to discuss eight specific verses that walk us down the path to salvation. Our hope is that we can show how simple the plan really is to understand. But that doesn't mean it's easy. All right. Well, Julian, you should really start talking about we Why? just agreed. <laughs> I like the way you lobbed that back. I just said you got that. What do you think about this? No, we, I think that you should, um, you know, you had the idea to call it Mercy and Fire for this season. You and two clearly it, had a discussion about this. We did. We were camping. <laughs> you were at the same campground. He just wasn't. Jimmy. I wasn't. Oh, you didn't come over? Not until he texted me and he was like, here's what we're thinking Yeah, because that was like we were... For some reason, there was a campfire because our kids were like all on tents right next to oh, each that's other. True. We were sitting by Hien. So yeah, so we went by Hien, and that's when you brought that up. Fair. And so, do you want to like talk about why, um, why mercy and fire? Do we first want to explain? Because I can talk about why mercy and fire, yeah. but should we talk? It seems like we should almost talk about the premise of the eight verses before we talk about why mercy and fire. Am I wrong? Not at all. I agree with you. I think we should. It, it, exactly. Okay. Perfect. All right, so season two, we're going to go over eight verses, and the eight verses are all uh, kind of building upon one another to outline a plan or a path to salvation. In my mind, and obviously you guys jump in and say what you want to get out of this season as well, but in my mind, what we really want to get across is for people that are interested in knowing what it takes to be saved, like what are, what's the simplest way that they can get their arms around it, and then, you know, obviously there's a lot to learn. The Bible's a big book, but it doesn't have to be overly complicated. So we're going to go through some simple kind of structures over eight episodes, talk about one verse per episode, subject to change, of course, if we get inspired to throw something else in there, sure. which if anyone's listened to last season knows that... There's a lot of inspiration. There's inspiration happening, <laughs> yes. Not divine, but just... <laughs> Generally caffeine Caffeinated. Caffeinated inspiration. Yes. Exactly, yes. And uh, we decided to call this season Mercy and Fire. And uh, that was uh, Julian's brainchild. So, Julian, why don't you just go ahead and tee up... Um, why that was a a good premise for this. Yeah, sure. So, as we were sitting around a campfire, throwing logs on left and right, um, we were talking about this season. And uh, in my mind, if we're talking about how we make the gospel very easy to understand, and then how we help people see it and be able to digest it easily and understand it, we first kind of have to put ourselves in their position and think about the various places they're in coming to the gospel. And to me, in Jude 20, in Jude verse number 20, um, he, he kind of helps you get framework for how you start explaining this to people and the attitude that you have to have when you do. So in um, Jude verse 20, it says, But you, beloved, 
building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And that's that's what this is all about. And on some have compassion, making a distinction, but on others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Um, so for me, uh, and obviously for Jesus, and because God said the same thing, but in verse number 22, like this is all about having extreme compassion uh, on people, um, having compassion for people and love for people the same way Jesus cared and loved for us. And so much, in fact, that that we are showing them the gospel, helping them understand the plan, helping them understand what Jesus has done for them. And for some folks, this is going to be uh, this awesome revelation where they they understand what Jesus has done and, and they're just overwhelmed by the love and all they want to do is love back, you know. And for some people, um, it's going to burn, going to sting a little bit as it as it should, right? And um, and for them, it's going to feel very painful. But in either case, um, it's still going to be a matter of literally grabbing someone and yanking them back out of the fire and yanking them away from a consequence that they don't want. And um, that whole thing is built around love. Yeah, the um, it's interesting too because, well, just a fun fact. First of all, James is probably um, the brother mentioned here in the book of Jude is the same James we just got done talking about in season one. So it's kind of a fun way to actually transition over. But other than that, it's a little fun side note. <clears throat> it's interesting that because in uh, in Jude, uh, if we kind of back up in that uh, that book earlier, Julian there. Uh, in verse 3, so he says that, uh, Beloved, while I was making every effort to write you about our common salvation, I felt it necessary to write to you appealing that you contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all handed down to the saints. So he was going to start writing this letter about salvation, which is what the theme of our season is, right? But before he could do that, he, he felt it necessary to go down this other avenue, which is the whole book of Jude, essentially. And the problem was, is that there was people that were basically, you know, starting to become um, ungodly people, and they were starting to deny Jesus and deny God as the Lord. And so he had to kind of set them straight on, look, this is, like, this is the consequence to that kind of thing happening. Before we can even talk about salvation, you have to know what happens when you distance yourself from God. And so in verse 5, he says, now I desire to remind you, though you know all things once for all, that the Lord, after saving a people out of the land of Egypt, subsequently destroyed those who did not believe. And then in verse 6 he also says, And angels who did not keep their own domain, but abandoned their proper abode, he has kept in eternal bonds under darkness for the judgment of the great day. So basically painting this picture of, you know, the children of Israel, which were God's chosen people, those that... Um, abandoned God, um, basically, you know, were destroyed. And angels who, you know, were very close and lived with God in heaven itself that did not, you know, fit in their proper place, God didn't spare them either. So, basically, you're either on God's side or you're lost and you're going to be destroyed. So, it's not like you get to sit on the fence here. You get to be in or out, and 
that goes back to the mercy, um, you know, pulling people out of the fire that you talked about, Julian, because we want people to be in, you know, we want people to be uh, in heaven and not in the fire. So I think that, um, that this whole book, really, when you look at it, just shows the importance of those two realms and why there's even a need to, um, you have to understand what the consequence is to not even wanting to go down the path of salvation to start with. Like, you, there's, there's no hope for you at that point if you don't explore that opportunity for yourself. Yeah. You mentioned from verse 3 when James, or sorry, Jude. <laughs> that was so last season. His intent was to write uh, regarding the common salvation. The common salvation, which belongs to everyone at all times. It's always, there's, there's one means of salvation. Which also means that there's something that we need to be saved from. We have to, like, salvation doesn't exist in a vacuum. You know, there has to be some condition that we have to get ourselves out of. And it's the same condition for everyone, and it's the same salvation, the same means and mechanisms that God used that Jude was referring to, he still uses today. You know, that was once and for all times delivered to the saints. We have that in the Bible. We have that laid out before us. And my thought going into this uh, season of the, the podcast was that just to sort of provide um, a look at some verses that lay out where we start and how we end up where where our common salvation takes us. You know, what the steps are to go from that place of, you know, needing to be pulled out of the fire to experiencing the... Uh, love of God and the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ and eternal life. Like, what are the steps to get, what's the progression there? Right. And that's that's what I think we'll look at in this season. And, and it, it'll be, I think it'll be an interesting departure in that we're not doing a book study. We're doing more of a, a topical, relational type study, uh, which I think will lead us to some interesting places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think it's super important that all listeners, you know, if they think that they're saved or, you know, they they really do think that this doesn't apply to them, that they just hang in there and uh, and keep listening. Bear with us. <laughs> keep listening. Um, because to your point, Jesse, the challenge he gave these folks, it is, it is so real. Um, and even though he starts off by saying mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Um, the What he had to say to him after that was extremely serious. And this is a, this is a very, very serious topic. And, you know, I, I just really, uh, really want to impress upon the folks who are listening that uh, this is, this is something you want to hang, hang in there and, and listen all the way through. Just, just check yourself, you know, ask yourself the questions and, and really be honest with yourself uh, where you are personally mm-hmm. uh, in your walk with the Lord or lack thereof and, and give it a chance. I think um, it's going to be, it, it's very compelling because it's exactly what God has to say. But there's a very high likelihood that that, that you haven't really examined the scriptures in this way and looked at them. And, and I think it'll be great. It'll help you grow. You'll enjoy it. And you know what? As we go throughout this season and as we bring these things up, I want to invite those people who are listening 
to get in touch. Let us know what you think about these things. You know, we have, we want to hear what you think about what we're saying, what we're talking about, what we're, what we're going through as we, as we explore these different passages. And, you know, we're, we, we're excited to interact with the people who are listening. We're so grateful that you're out there, that you're hearing us, and we want to hear back from you. We'd, we'd love to know what you're thinking and, and, uh, how how you're reacting to the podcast so let us know yeah and the best way is probably through facebook to do that you know mm-hmm. you can um if you go to secretpodcast.com you can uh give us a direct message there if you want from our website or you can get a link to our facebook page from there and leave comments there all that kind of stuff definitely want it to be interactive and and the goal for the season is even in, for people that are uh, been in the church forever, you know, and, and think that they've got it all figured out and this podcast isn't going to be for them. Um, we want to find a way to challenge everyone who listens to this thing. I think that's going to be important to us and, um, you know, hopefully we're able to succeed in that. Um, <clears throat> one, uh, one, uh, kind of last thought that I had at least on, on the Jude section here, uh, was in verse 24, we stopped reading, um, I think after verse 23, but in verse 24 it says, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy, to the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now forever. Amen. And uh, I highlighted here on my notes the words dominion and authority. Because that's what he says is, you know, our God, you know, to contain be the glory, majesty, dominion, and authority. Um, now, we have to ask ourselves a hard question here. Um, is, does God really have dominion in our lives? You know, so that's the first challenging question that we can throw out for this podcast. Ask yourself that. Um, is he, is God, you know, dominating what's important in your life? Do you have other things that seem to be more important and you know do you have you know tv shows that you need to watch every night do you have you know whatever xyz job that um takes up all of your bandwidth for time um is that what's dominating your life um you know and then and authority too have you humbled yourselves and submitted yourself to being under the authority of god or um or, you know, is other things getting in the way? I like how that ended with, with those words, because if if we haven't given God dominion and authority in our lives, then we're on the brink of that fire ourselves, right? Yep. Daniel's smirking at me. I'm just thinking, this got preachy. Amen, <coughs> <Hey> brother. <laughs> no, I thought you were bringing it. Call a number nine. That's the other way you reach us. One eight eight call seeker. <laughs> please, please don't dial that. We're on taking now. the next caller. <laughs> I really always loved loved you guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that, Daniel fella. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, man, your uh, your point is super strong. The, it loops me back to verse number twenty one. All we can depend on is is the mercy of Jesus Christ to, to have eternal life. That like that's that's all we've got here and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like that you asked the question, does God have dominion and power in our lives? Do we see him as as really his majesty, as the wise and only king? Like, if we don't see him that way, 
these things are going to be hard to swallow. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, Romans says that every every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Like all we're going to be able to do is depend on his mercy to, to actually uh, provide for us a place and, and a path to get to the Lord. Hey, thanks for listening to Seeker. Find us at seekerpodcast.com. Check out our website to get more information about the Seeker Project. Also check out our blog and some other information we have there as well. Thank you, my friends. Have a good one.